I'm strong like my daddy, I'm Hercules. That's too deep. You sleep. You hopped over the fence, you sheep. You slept on me. My last album is weaponry. Hey y'all. Hey. Wait. <laughs> we have to act like Come on, yo, it's mad joy in my hay. Don't we have to be like mid conversation? Ain't that what you wanna do? Oh yeah, that is the thing. Well, this is mini episode <laughs> five. <laughs> Conscious parenting. Conscious parenting. I don't think we have any baby feedback to give y'all. Any updates you want to share? We did just have a doctor's appointment. Yeah. So we had our 23-week checkup. It went well. Yeah. Baby's Um, still perfect. Everybody seems to be kind of bored with us. Yeah. They have nothing to report, which is nice, but it's also like, Weird for us. We're just always expecting. Something to go wrong. Because of the year we've had, but we got to stop that. But nah, this, everything seems to be perfectly fine with this which baby, is which is what we need. Yeah. We need her to keep doing what she's doing. They put the jelly on me and she immediately flipped out. Everybody felt her. And she, heard her. Yeah. Through that the heartbeat. Hard. Yeah. She was messing up her heartbeat, throwing it off every time she kicked. But she has a good heartbeat. She's good. Um, What size is she right now? Size of a large mango. Woo. I will be six months next Thursday. Woo! Almost there, y'all. Almost there. Praise the Lord. How you feeling about that? Before I'm we get into it, ready. I'm ready. Are you? I'm ready. Ready just to get her out of your body, or yep. just okay? But you know, bake as long as you need to, baby. But when she, you ready, come on. Mm. I'm ready. Were you about to say her name? No. Maybe. Sounded like Mikey, I just want to say her name. You no. can stop doing this. Stop policing no. me. You cannot say redacted. I'm gonna start saying redacted in space of her name. <sighs> okay. So um yeah, so she's good, y'all. We're good. Morning sickness has waned. I finally put on weight. <laughs> I'm in officially two thick. <laughs> he was already thick. I'm thick thick. Um <laughs> Yeah, so we're good. All right, babe, what are you doing? I was looking up a thing for you later. No, brother. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. All right. The conscious so, our parent. topic today. Yeah, conscious parenting. So, the backstory behind this is if you follow us on Instagram or follow me on Instagram, you know that I have been talking about this book that I have been reading for about a month now. This book has been the topic of conversation for... About a month. About 70% of our conversations now. Yeah. It's called The Conscious Parent, and I don't have it with me, but it is by a, a doctor, a therapist, and it's really good. It was gifted to me by one of our mentors, and it's just changing my life, and it's just teaching you about, like, one, your children will trigger you, because those are, like, the people that do, and, like, you need to be conscious of how they're triggering you, and when you're, re- when you're responding to them, are you reacting? Like, are you aware of what you're saying to them and is it because of your childhood is it because of like your ego or is it because you're treating them as their own separate person and not only is it helping me like be mindful of what it means to consciously parent but it's helping me be like a conscious person which is why it's come up so much in our relationship so far i feel like (laughs) because i'm realizing like you can't be one without the other so so randy brought up the point that this is this is just kind of in line with the work that I've been doing for a long time. So a lot of the stuff that Randy brought up from the book was kind of, I would I would respond like, oh, he has a one, that just makes sense. One up on me. Like, yeah, like that's just already kind of the place I was in. But, you know, I apply it to strangers, strangers, kids. Right. 
traumatized kids right. and adults. Right. Um, so using that in the realm of like my child just kind of made sense. I'm like, yeah, of course that'll be the way that I go. Never assume you know anything before you go into something. Always listen first and take your time before responding. Like things like that that no one ever does. But look, it's really hard to do with your own people, with people yeah. you love, with people you birth, and because you, know. you went through stuff. And you would have gone through stuff before she got here, right? right? So, like, though she didn't mean to be disrespectful by squeezing all the soap into the sink, right? That triggered you because why are you wasting soap, right? And you I would have got beat for that. But you like, know? am I gonna beat you? Because I would have got beat for that, or am I just gonna realize you had a good intention? Maybe you saw me cleaning, and you wanted to clean. <laughs> you think the that sink. this is what that means? Thought, oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's not about being a perfect parent, but like just being conscious of like being ever conscious. And it's a mental exercise. Right. Being self-aware when you're dealing with these people that are their own people already. And your only job is to like make sure they stay alive and are not serial killers. (laughs) So. (laughs) So, yeah, that's. (sighs) I love you. That is the the background behind it. And so today we're going to talk about. Things our mothers got right. We say our mothers because they really raised us. us. So (laughs) I did grow up in a two parent home for a certain amount of time. I didn't. But um, my mom (laughs) raised me. That nigga ain't teach me shit. But (laughs) um, not what moms did. You know. So we're gonna talk about two things our moms did differently from their parents that they got completely right with us. Like it was just hit the nail on the head, just changed our lives. And obviously, those are things that will will also pass down. Right. Um, and then we're going to share two things that we want to do differently than, than what our what moms did. did. Yeah. yeah. Um, based off like how we grew up and that's how it's supposed to be. I think, I think each generation you're Should supposed to do different. Yeah. You know, you know better, you do better. Um, I wanted to say something else that was deep, but I, I, I can't. <laughs> so baby, <laughs> you got to write these things down, pregnant lady. I know. You know, you're forgetting everything. Oh, also the book talks about like being the parent that your child needs rather than being the parent that you want to be expected to be. Cause yeah. sometimes they clash. Sometimes your child don't want to dance. They want to play hockey, you know, and you done bought all these tutus. Now you look stupid, you know? <laughs> so, you know, you can't be mad at your child for wanting that. You, know? you could be, but that wouldn't be being a conscious parent. parent. Right. Mm. They're not here to fulfill your dreams or your goals. They're here to help them achieve theirs. Right. So, Which, you know, in the end pays off because then they become rich and they take care of they you. They take care of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby. When you hear this episode when you are older, please forgive your parents. <laughs> We don't know um, what we're doing. we just out here trying. All right. So, babe, you are judge. first. Oh, because okay, so I go first. Yes. Excuse me. So, two things that Marilyn did differently from the way she was raised. Things she got things right. Things she got right. Okay. One was she stressed the importance of education. Okay. Now, my mother comes from Guyana, South mm-hmm. America. Google it. Um, it's not They Ghana. have a very rough history. This is South America. Yes. Different not continent. Africa. <laughs> um. So my mother always stressed the importance of education. Like you will get things purely based off of your level of education. You will go places, you will meet people only based off the strength of whatever it is that you know and have learned. Um, and so she wanted us to, she wanted to expose us to a lot of different things. And she made sure that no matter what, you're going to college, no matter what, you're getting your diploma, no matter what, you know, education comes first. She'd been right. saying education comes first since I was born. Yeah. I think I came out crying and. She slapped me and said, education comes first. Thank you. No, seriously. I'm, I don't doubt that that happened. <sighs> and my mother can verify. I'm going to get a video of her saying yes. Thank you. She said that. 
Um, because it does. Education comes first before everything, before food, before <laughs> sleep. Oh my God. The importance of education. Um, and number two, one of the things that I feel like my mother got right, even if she wasn't conscious of this, was leveraging, leveraging things that are available to assist you. Okay. So my mother was new to this country and she didn't have a lot of like family or friends who was established in Georgia. So she did what she had to do. She went to whatever meeting she needed to go to in order to get whatever prices she needed on apartments. She did whatever applications she needed to to get into housing. My mom, like, took advantage of those things to position her to be in the best place that right. she could. Whether that was getting applications dumb early, like, for get her kids into daycare or, like, actually seeking help if it's available to you. Instead of being so prideful that you're just like, nah. And that's different from what she that. was, like... I'm, I can't say for sure. I just, like, it's historically with my culture, it's not really the thing to, like, ask for help. Right. Like, you need to figure it out first. Right. But she figured it out that getting help was, like, the way to do it. You know, like, right. There's nothing wrong with that. And there's no shame in, you know, getting food stamps if you can't afford it, you know, right. instead of, like, starving or going into Section 8 because whatever. I mean, because you don't have or don't make enough to buy a fancy house or, you know, condo or whatever. Like, right. you just got to do what you got to do. And that impacted you how? Both of these things? Because I'm no longer afraid to ask for help if I need it. Okay. Um, you know, it took a while. But like, hey, you know, I don't need to be so prideful when it comes to certain things. Um, it also strongly affects the work that I do now because now I am the person connecting people with what they need to, to get help. Right. Which is just funny when you think about it. It's a little ironic. <laughs> it's a little ironic. Um. And stressing the importance of education, that was important and mattered to me because, you know, I'm educated a little bit. I know some stuff. And you want to go back to school, which is, y'all if don't I even understand. It, I would go back to school. But he want like, the fact that- I do. I want to go back to school. That is even a thought for you. It's a big deal. Because I don't want to, which is, like, what we never Which is hilarious because I hate school. And Randy loved school. <laughs> and I ain't going Not Randy over it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I could get another degree or two. Yes. Yeah. When I hit the ladder. So- Thanks, so baby. yeah, those are two things that my mother did right, or like right. she got right, yeah. and she did differently that impacted you in a positive way. Definitely. Okay. Two things my mommy got right. Natra, hi mommy. You probably not gonna hear this till next year, <laughs> but um, <laughs> she's still catching up, y'all. Uh, <laughs> two things she did differently than the way she was raised. So when we were younger, at some point we used to get beating. So we used to get beat. You know, belts. Describe that, because... What belts? Well, I think the people listening to us are aware of what an actual beating is, I mean, but yeah. you never know. A it beating could be the is, young millennials who think that beating was like a pop I was never... Hand. No. Like, with a belt. Uh-huh. They called him Charlie Brown. They had a belt. Well, my daddy called <laughs> him Charlie Brown, because he was just stupid. But <laughs> we used to get beat with belts. My mom beat us. It was based off our age. And I was always the freaking oldest, which used to piss me off. <laughs> Yeah, you set the example. And then my dad used to beat us in the same room together. So we had to watch the other get beat first. And then we was made to like lay down and get beat. But who the fuck? That's traumatic. That's <laughs> like traumatic. All right. Don't give too much detail. Okay. So anyway. arrested for the shit now. <laughs> right. Don't uh, do it. Don't beat your kids, y'all. Quick beating story. We used to get beat too, obviously. My mom had a clear belt and a yellow belt. So the yellow belt. belt was reversible. One side was yellow. One side was black. Oh, my God. And everybody had that clear belt growing. It was like. Yes, everybody one, did. My cousin Nikita. <laughs> I don't think she'll ever hear that. We got tired. We just like we tired of getting beat. We were bad, but like we wasn't gonna be good to not get beat. We just we got tired of it. So we went and threw the belt away in a dumpster. 
And then one time my mom was like, go find a belt. And we couldn't find a belt. And she got frustrated and she didn't beat us. And we felt really accomplished. We could never. I ain't even touched them belts. Like the dumpster was literally across the street from our apartment. That's when we lived in Scottsdale. Couldn't touch the belt. Yeah. I refused. I just felt like the belt would tell. Like I, I couldn't. What? I, <laughs> it did have like marks. Like history I just, in the it. The fear of this belt. So, I, so anyway, at okay, one point like, go ahead, go ahead. she gave us an option. Mm-hmm. If we wanted to get beat, a whooping. Or if we wanted to be put on punishment. That's so cute. Like, she, she we get in trouble. She'd be like, okay. My mom I don't used to know beat us what, and then put us on punishment. No, I don't know. That used to be the case, too. It's, but at one point, I don't know what, like, clicked in her head. I don't know. But it did. Think she was just tired of seeing y'all scream? No, I don't know. I mean, I don't think she cared. But I think that she, like, <laughs> I think it was, like, a conscious moment for her. And she was like, let me get these two an option. Okay. And so, my pain threshold is a little different now. It's different in the bedroom, you know? Randy. But in, like, real life, <laughs> I, love I was like... <laughs> Go ahead. I don't want to get beat. You're so nasty. I don't want to get beat. Okay. So, put me on punishment. And Bree, my sister, used to always take the beating because she couldn't live without the TV. And so, she spent a weekend watching TV after her beating. And I spent a weekend in the living room on Honestly, the couch. I could, I'm thinking now, and I think that was a turning point, and that's why you became such a messed up person later oh, in how life. how am I messed up? They should have kept beating you. How am I messed up? You've been avoiding pain. That's not true. Instead of getting beat. I don't avoid pain. (laughs) It depends on the situation. (laughs) I avoid pain from parents. Got you. Uh And I was like, you know, I'm just going to take this punishment. And so I learned to be by myself. I learned to be quiet. You know, I didn't mind stillness. As my sister, though, she wanted to, you know, she knew what she liked. So she, my, my mom realized we were two different people. And so we got the option. And then eventually we just both got too old for beatings, you know. And so <laughs> so that just eventually stopped. But it really did make me feel like she took it to, like, we still had control over even our trouble. If that makes sense. Yeah. And so that really impacted me as a child. And then the second thing she did, right, was she told us also at a random age, I don't even know. Um, yeah, this one's funny. Because we used to get in trouble, period. But she told us if we tell her first. That's something we did wrong, a mistake or whatever. We won't get in trouble, period. Okay. She was like, you know, I can't, I'm not going to like, she's like, I may still get upset, but I won't, you won't get in trouble. You won't get beat. You won't get I punishment. that was the coolest thing ever. It was. We were like, what? So my mom, so the whole, you won't get in trouble if you tell me first, genius. My mom was like, don't let me find out from somebody else because then it'll just be worse. But then it just makes you hide. It did. It, it made, made us super sneaky. Uh, it, oh God, we were so great. Like and master. Like stuff. So now, instead of it being, oh, you know, I'll tell her, and if I fess up, I won't get hurt. It was like if she finds out from somebody else, I get hurt worse. But if she finds out from me, I just get hurt. So if she never finds out, then I'm good. It just made us really no, great. I think. I think she weighed sneaky. those options. No, she. And which is why now my mom has created the bridge because now we just tell her everything. She just like, look, y'all are some oversharing. We can't talk women. about these things that's for your husband Y'all do you know <laughs> so she has to create a bridge because we just talk 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 all the kids so i think it was really impactful for me because <laughs> i wonder if she regrets that. Like, <laughs> but she kept up with it even still now but she like it made us also like realize this is a really big deal so we didn't want to fuck up as much because <laughs> we'd have to tell her mm-hmm. then she'd have to like we not get in trouble but we didn't want to seem like we were taking advantage of it like it was a great mind fuck like you ain't, you ain't do you end up not doing nothing. You ended up like talking to her before you did something crazy, and then like not doing something crazy. It was insane. It's, it reminded me of my. I had That's a professor. Genius. I wonder what she read. 
I don't know. Some, I don't know, but it worked. Yeah. We had, I had a professor in college who gave us two weeks of missed classes. She was like, you can miss two weeks and it will not affect your grade at all. That was the most attended class ever in my whole college career. Because <laughs> you had all this time to miss, but you didn't want to. One, she was great. And also because you kept waiting for your two weeks. And you realize the semester over and you never took <laughs> your two weeks. It's just genius. So yeah, I got the wrong one because I. <laughs> she was. It was a great class. But yeah, so she I really like that she did that. And that's something I definitely want to take into our family. OK. All right. Two things, Mikey, that you will do differently. So all of those things that our parents did are things I plan on continuing. Right. Because they just made sense. Mm-hmm. Um, stressing the importance of education, you know, not being too prideful, seeking help when you need it. Um, and understanding that's just the space that you in, uh, with your mom offering choices, I think is genius. Yeah. It depends on who my child is. I mean, yeah, you do it for I, you, yeah. yeah but it worked for all of us. Mm-hmm. I don't know if me, Deslin, and Therese, that would have been the best option for, <laughs> for the three of us. <laughs> we probably should have just got beat. Um, saying you won't get in trouble if you tell me first. I mean, I don't know. Turn. That's opening, that's Pandora's box right there. Because the last thing I need is my daughter being as open as you are with uh, with me. I think she weighed the options. And she'd uh-huh. rather be close to her kids to communicate with us. That's fair. Though she is traumatized. She does oh, it all yeah. the time, I, as I'm you good. know. I, think, I don't think I want to be that close to my daughter. But yes, two, th- <laughs> two things I will do differently okay. than uh, what my mother did. So what I wrote down, number one was stressing the importance of healthy relationships, setting standards, specifically romantically. Okay. So... Meaning, when I was younger, my mom was like, what's the word? She didn't put a lot of value on, like, boyfriends and girlfriends, right? Or relationships. Or relationships relationships. in general. Like, you got time for that later. Education comes first. Yeah. (laughs) So, this was the the flip side of that. Education comes first. Like, nothing else is important but your education, which is not entirely true. Because a lot of what I've learned, especially getting older, was like, it's about the relationships that you make. Um, You could be the smartest person ever, but if you are, like, boring... And don't know anybody. You're not really going to go too far. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's, it, there has to be a balance there. Um, but I just want to work on my daughter to understand that you can set standards. And there's nothing wrong with that. People will either meet it or won't if they think that you're worth it. And right. you're worth it. And you have to like have that self-worth about you. And also, I want to invest and be a part of whatever my child has going on as far as like their friends and like whatever relationships they may get into eventually. Right. Like my mom was really big on making sure that my friends... Like, I w- we were the house that, like, even though we ain't had more space than other people, it wasn't, like, like it wasn't the, the best place. Like, we would have to sleep over as near, like, with us. Like, right. everybody had to come to our house. And my mom wanted to make sure she knew what was going on, right? Right. Um, it's probably, like, two people she trusted for us to, like, go hang out with. That was my Auntie Grace and Auntie Michelle. Like, mm-hmm. that was it. And other than that, they can come over here. You don't need to go over there for what? Like, she wanted to make sure she knew what was going on. Right. But when it came to, like, relationships. Romantic. I ain't bring a girl by like right. that. Uh, it's just it wasn't oh, that girl. Focus on school. Uh, I don't. I don't want to meet whatever your girlfriend is, or whoever this girl is. They're not important. Focus on school. Right. Turns out that my high school girlfriend is my wife. You know. Right. <laughs> it would. You know. It would have been a little nicer if my mom was like around for everybody when we yeah when we were like younger like paid attention to some of the stupid shit I was doing <laughs> with girls when I well, was maybe in high not, school because we wouldn't have been had the shit we did. I, I don't. Know if that's, that's, that's true. That's so true. Maybe there's like a like if, her, if she knew that like her son was a little problematic, I definitely believe my mom would have stepped in and been like, "Hey, yeah." But she didn't, you know, because I got good at hiding things. Yeah, and I wouldn't appear that way, which is part of the game. 
But if you were conscious, like if you were aware of like who the person is, then you know these things. Right. right? So just stressing to my child and working on like, hey, pay attention to the relationships that you keep. Pay attention to how your friends move. Pay attention to who these boys are. And act like like just kind of working naivety out of your child. Okay. Yes. Is that was that everything? No, no, no. That was my first thing. No, no. I'm gonna say was that everything from that first thing? It I looks think like so. you still your wheels are still spinning. Because I don't know, like stressing the importance of healthy relationships. My mom well, just didn't did highlight that... relationships like that. Like yeah. it just wasn't a big thing. Like, and because we didn't talk about it at all, I had to figure it out from like friends right. or like watching people or cousins or movies or whatever. But it, it you know, it, it's nice to receive cheat codes. Be like, hey, this is what happened when this is happening. Right. Like, this is what this looks like. The reason they acting like that is because it is. Like, right. We ain't really get a lot of that. We just had to figure it out. There's a lot of figuring it out. Yeah. In my household, some stuff is it's okay to give. I just freely give game would have been nice. I'm gonna freely give. <laughs> Be like, hey, that girl jealous of you, Mikey. I'm, I'm serious. I'm, like, just seriously, let's talk about it. This is why. You the shit. She sucks. Like, you know, just, That's I don't know. Not Obviously, it'll be a little deeper than how that. How we but do yeah. that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my first thing. Um, okay. My second thing was uh, raising her as an individual, investing and feeding into who she is as opposed to who I want or imagine her to be. Ooh. Boy. It's a, it's a mouthful. That's some chills. It is. So. You about to let her be who she want to be? To a certain extent. Yeah. <laughs> um, as long as it's not damaging to her yeah. or those around her, definitely. Um, my mother, like I said, we, I had I grew up with two of my sisters, right? And we all five years apart, like mm-hmm. exactly. So mom kind of had a blueprint. Like every five years, this should be happening. Every five years, this should be happening. I used to call my big sister my benchmark. Mm-hmm. So wherever she is, five years later, I should be there, right? So according to right now, in five years, which I hope not. I hope it don't take that long. But in five years, I should be super straight. <laughs> like, right. Have, have a house? A lot of nice shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm working on it, Des. I'm trying to get there. Um, So, but there's not a lot of, like, personalization with that. It wasn't really, like, you know, I recognize that you're different from this person, so I'll put you in something different. It was like, well, this worked for this one, so I'll just do this with you, and it should be right. straight. Um, In certain things. And I right. just didn't go too well. <laughs> Yeah. Like, you know, like all people, all your children are individual. And I don't think that she like completely like dropped the ball on it. But like there are certain things I'd be like, hey, you know, I'm not her. And actually, this works better for me in this situation than her. Mm-hmm. Um, so just paying attention to like and really feeding into what she likes. You know, I think when I was a kid, I was like, you know, I want to be a doctor. Right. I think because I saw a show and I saw something and found out like you know doctors get paid or whatever. Got older, realized I hate biology. Right, you you failed it three failed times. failed biology three times in high school, like <laughs> because I was distracted by other things and I wasn't cool with the teacher and I really just did not care for the subject matter. Right. Other than like cells, brain anatomy, bad biology. I hated biology. And guess what? You need to be good at in order to become a doctor, Randy bio and science period yeah i just wasn't into it but then i got into like cars and like the mechanics of things and i definitely would have loved to go down like an engineering track but like i don't know like I, my mom is, is is in the healthcare field and she was like that would be great i would love it if you'd be a doctor so let's just focus on being a doctor right but like things change you know you had to like adjust right and it's like i don't i don't and, and i don't think it was like she didn't like feed into the whole all right so let's go to let's try some engineering things and get you into that it was more so like Let's just stick to this medical thing. Right. It just wasn't like for me. My sister, on the other hand, pharmacist. My right. sister is a legal drug dealer. Right. Out here slinging. Prescribing. Drug. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> She's slinging it over the counter. 
I'm proud of her. But um, it's just, you know, it's just different for me. Then I realized, hey, I like helping people, and this is how I like helping people. I like working with people, and it just, you know, just a whole bunch of other things. It just never, I was never able to like nail down one good thing I'm good at. Come to find out, I'm good at a whole bunch of other things, right. except biology. And so, how does this translate with your own family? So with mine, it's more so. I really just want to be able to like feeding into who she is as opposed to who I want her to be. So, like, I have a dream now of what I want my daughter to be like. Mm-hmm. May find out <laughs> in a couple of years that that's not who she's supposed to be. Right. And just being okay with that. I'm like, all right, you're not the redacted that I thought you would be in mm-hmm. my mind. You are this person. So I'm just going to have to, like, let you be you and, like, work on that and be like, all right, I'm going to go hard in whatever direction you want to go. And I'm going to support you in whatever direction you want to go until you find the thing that is you. Right. Period. And just go from there. How do you think that will help her? I think it's good to know that people are backing your decisions. Um, it, I think, it, one, it helps build confidence. Right. So, like, now you can make a decision. Like, no matter what I do, my dad got my back, right? Right. And I think this makes sense. Obviously, whatever other things I learn, like, from my mother and my father will help me to make right decisions. So, now it's just about making sure that it feels right. Right. And, like, so, yeah, this makes sense. This is the direction I'll go in. And as you're going to look behind your left shoulder, look at your mom, your mom nodding. Look behind your right shoulder, your dad he nodding. All right, so this this makes sense. So I'll just go for it. Right. As opposed to like every time I look over my shoulder, they both like shaking their head like, you sure you want to yeah. do this? Or why don't you try this instead? Or this, you know, is this really what you want to do? Like, right. you're going to second guess yourself already. You're going to question things. You're going to worry. Like you, everyone, you, you already have the internal struggle going on. The last thing you need is the internal struggle of somebody else being projected on you. That's deep. Yeah. And I just don't want to project on my baby. Oh, my girl, LaShine. In whatever way she wants to. If my child decided they want to be a ninja, sign her up. Oh my <laughs> freaking ninja class. <laughs> like, Is that a thing? It's, look, kids want to be a lot we of gonna shit. find out. You never know. I want to be a mermaid. That's a that's a career now. But like, we're gonna aim at you at some other things. Right. <laughs> we expose you to some to other swim. stuff. Yeah, maybe but... you want to be a marine biologist. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not gonna just say not as stupid. Yeah. I'm gonna let you find out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's good, Daddy. Feeding into Look at you. who they are. As opposed to who you want, who them, want to them to be. And it's and like again, the book stresses that this shit is hard. We it would not is. do this perfectly. No, Sometimes no, 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 we no. may automatically react to our kids and be like, Oh shit, you gotta go back and apologize. You're really big on follow up. I am big You're on really follow up. I think on the follow up like is following important. up. Like, like hey, if I, I get thought it right about the first this, time, hey. I fucked up. Let me show you how and why it, and apologize. I paid so I paid really close attention to how I fucked up. So now I have a really great way I mean, that I want to come back on. Yeah. He's really this. great with follow up, which has Definitely. been great for me in a relationship to follow up as well. Be like, hey, let me check in on you. Because we kind of left that a little hot. <laughs> you know, let's talk about this. Let's, let's dive. <laughs> let's dive deep into this. I've calmed down. I've taken a nap. I've had some food. I've drank. I'm, let's uh, let's speak. Let's yeah. Mikey's really big on follow up. So yeah. So on those imperfect moments, we'll follow up. Even when we get it right, we'll follow up. And I think a large part of this, again, is like exposure. So like my mother was exposed to what she was exposed to. Right. right? My dad was exposed to what he was exposed to. I didn't pick up on anything from my dad. Right. I got everything from my mother. Right. And I think that it's true that you pick up traits from some of your parents. So I hear things that I had in common with my dad, even though I didn't grow up with him. Right. But still, it's about what you're taught. And my mother did a great job with her three kids. Yeah. Four now. Yeah. But like some help, she could have done a little bit better. 
Yeah. But it's not on her. It's not. That's why, you know, Supposed to get men better attract each. sometimes. But this next generation of you what my bitch. family is, yeah. <laughs> I think that it'll be a lot better because my mother definitely raised a man who is going to be a great father. I believe that much. Even if I have my own, like, fear about Fathering. what I'm probably going to do wrong or fatherhood in general, I know for a fact that my mom did a good job of raising me. Right. So maybe I won't suck completely. You won't. And you know, I got you to hold me accountable. You do. And little redacted. <sighs> so two things I will do differently. What? From my mama. What you got? Um, so encouraging thought at a young age versus imposing opinion. That's a good one. And so <laughs> give us an example. <laughs> so like, um, I can't really think of things as like as a young person that she like completely threw out the window. Mm-hmm. Or, like, just imposed her opinion on that reframed, like, my thought process. But I do know that even now, it's hard for me to, like... Hmm. What about with the wedding? I think that's so, the wedding. One. Yeah, so the, a good example of the wedding. So, we did a first look. And the first look is basically well, you, see- you and your spouse get to look at each other before the wedding ceremony with the dramatic walk down the stairs. Right. Right? And you get and- the pictures, and you get... And it was, like, it was perfect for us. We... Loved yeah. it. We got a lot of ang- like a lot of anxious energy out in that. And we got to talk to each other before we got like, to talk before we did this big before, ceremony in front yeah, of everybody. So we're not performing nice. in front of people and it was just like it was just nice to have To be honest time. with you, I think if we didn't do it, I probably would have been a mess the entire time your uncle was speaking. <laughs> yeah, it would have been different. I, I had mean, to I get really, the pre crying out. Right. I really love that we did that. Yeah, it was good. I was immediately a little nervous in the beginning. Because of the superstition of if you see your husband or wife before the ceremony, you're going to divorce. Yeah. But I was just like, I don't work too goddamn hard yeah. in this relationship. We would have been through too much to let a superstition <laughs> let break, us break us up. <laughs> like, if that is what does it, it ain't the first look. You know? So uh-huh. we decided collectively that we would do the first look. And it was the best decision ever. But before I got there, I, of course, told my family. Like, hey, we're doing a first look. And everybody else was fine, at least on the outside, which is like... Fake it if you ain't. My mom was like, <laughs> she was like, oh, no. Oh, no. That's not going to work. You're just going to be upset about it. You're going to call me later. We're going to talk about how awful it was. <laughs> and I'm just looking at her like, <laughs> my mom was wide open. We're in front of her sister. We're in front of my sister. And I was just like, uh, and I, you know, yeah. I was like, no, mom, I don't think that that's going to be the case. She's like, yeah, whatever. Like, she just completely brushed me off. Now. My whole little confidence is all shooken, you know, and I'm like, not even shooken. if I hate it, I was like, if I hate it, I'm still not going to call her. Like, I'm still not going to say nothing. Yeah. We're going to fake it till we make it. But it was really beautiful. Turns out it was and the I right loved decision. It. And it was right. right for me. And so I think that what I really want to do differently with all of my kids is like, I think it's natural, especially for moms um, who have been moms for so long, you know, if they started off really young to, to you know, if eventually gain some confidence about parenting you know the flip side of that is is you told me all the time that your mom would definitely like like when y'all were younger instead of saying i don't know you had to say we had to find answers yeah so like she encouraged thought in that way like you gotta go figure it out and my mom did did the same like we asked mad questions and she'd be like go find out but sometimes and that goes to my second point but like sometimes it helps to be like i really don't fucking know Mm. i don't know because now that i'm in a space in my life where i really don't know what is going on I don't know how to, I have a lot of guilt about it. I have a lot of shame because I was expected to always find answers um, and not just being able to sit still and like, I really don't know this right now. And oh, so, okay. you know, I need help in that sense. But 
I, I really want for my kids to say something to me and my first thought not to be my opinion. You know, instead yeah. of be like, you know, what, um, so she says, for instance, even with the sex, when she told me I could tell her when I was finally ready to have sex, and I was like, you know, mom, I'm ready to have sex. She's like, no, you're not. <laughs> and I'm just like, but <laughs> I thought long and hard about this. Did you? <laughs> I did. did. You I thought long and hard about this, and I'm ready to have sex, and I had to defend myself when I was under the impression that I wouldn't have to. Because we agreed that I would tell you at a time that you probably won't like. This is what she told me. Mm-hmm. And that she would put me on the pill regardless. I forgot about this part of the story. See, you didn't get his backstory in, in early episodes when we talked about how yes, I, I told you. I, I, I she was pissed. She was already mad at you. And so then right, when I did walk up and be like, like, hey. <laughs> and I remember even telling her about my first kiss. And I uh-huh. expected her to like, I've been watching a lot of Seventh Heaven. Not even you. You my first kiss. My other first kiss. And she was like, this is not Seventh Heaven. I ain't happy about this shit. Like, she was mad. But I told her, you know, because <laughs> of her first rule about tell me first. But I just realized that, like, I got a lot of reactions, you know, instead of just. I'm not saying it's easy. It cannot be easy. You're to going hear to about, react. I know. I'm going to react. The difference is follow up. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> I'm going to apologize if I'm way out of line. You know, I didn't get a lot of apologies from my parents. I got mm. it from my dad, but. That's because. Those are some extreme. Right. And he never really stopped doing the things he was sorry for. So then, like, they ruined apologies for me. I don't trust nobody. But anyway, I really want to, like, my first thought to not be my opinion. My first thought to be, like, okay, well, you know, can you explain this to me? Or, like, when they fuck up and then they realize they fucked up instead of being like, I told you so. What did you learn? You know, like, so that they're not feeling like they're going to have somebody holding their own thoughts over their head. Like, I want her to be able to move on her own. Ask for help when you need it and get it. Expect it, you know, for mm-hmm. your parents. But, like, this is your life. <laughs> you're going to have to be okay with the decisions you're making. Yeah. Um, and without worrying about me holding them over your head. But if you ask me for my opinion, I'm going to find a conscious way to tell you how I feel. Okay. I don't know if that was clear. No, no, no. I like that. You also said, though, like, about the different ways to react. Like, after we thought about it a little bit more, you'd be like, well, you tell me what you think, and then I'll tell you what I think. Yeah. Right, Which so I that you feel smart. like, so that you know that I really do want to take into account, what have you already thought about this? Because I had, my first response was like, well, damn, at some point they just going to stop asking you stuff because they think you don't know shit, and then you're going to make them look up No, I'm going to be like, And well, then you were like, well, what do you think? And then tell me. Then I'll tell you I'll what I think, and then we'll look it up yeah. and see who was closest, you know? Which I also think is good, if you got time for that. But you got to make time for that, because that's what yeah. being a conscious parent is right. about anyway. Sometimes you don't have time, sometimes you fuck up and follow up, you know? I think we are setting ourselves up to be okay if we actually do any of this shit. I I plan to. I know you plan to, Mike. You've had way more training with other kids than I have. I have. And so I've always thought it would would be easier for you to bring that home because you're so trauma informed in terms of like, just in general, not that she's traumatized, but that you just already know how to deal with like. Definitely. And even though she's only the size of a mango, I love this child more than any child I've ever come in contact with. Right. So, my second thing that I yes. want to do is I want to humanize mom. What does that mean, Randy? So, growing up, I always, I always like, envisioned my mom being a dragon. She was always very nurturing, very warm, best hugs. But she's but always been very, like, for her baby put together. Okay. I, I never thought that, I never Except thought my woman. mom struggled with, like, anxiety or being sad. So, when she would lash out at us, it was always a shock. Like, the first time she cursed at me and my sister, we laughed. Like, we burst out laughing. And then she started laughing. Because we was just like, you curse? (laughs) 
It's just after they had got divorced. We were living with my grandfather, and I'm just looking at her like. I remember the first time I heard your mom cuss. That actually made me kind of sad. I was we like, oh, like, you know those words? Right. We were <laughs> dumbstruck. I was like, she's cursing at us, and we could not. I think she just said, damn. And I was like, <laughs> we laughed so hard. Everybody, we just all end up laughing because it was just like. You're not what? supposed to laugh when your parents cuss. I know. So the second time she cussed us out, she literally told us, and if y'all laugh, we was over the phone. If y'all laugh. I'm gonna beat y'all. So we put her on mute <laughs> and cried laughing. Like it was, it was just like, you, you know these words. So like it never, it never occurs to me that my mom gets tired, that my mom gets sad, that even though she, even, she has like happiness outside of us. So when we're constantly going to her for answers and for help, we're not realizing she's worn out because she never portrayed herself to be that way. She never mm-hmm. like let us know, y'all, I need a break. Now, as we got older, she put a sign up on the door and be like, unless you dead, dying, or bleeding. Don't knock. So we know she's real about her sleep. But that's all I know you do. So, like, (laughs) I know you sleep. But I don't know you have, like, these other experiences. I remember she told me about one of her birthdays. She turned 21, and her sisters made her, like, they took her to this Mexican restaurant, and she had to dance on the table with, like, salt shakers. and I could not picture that. And it really humanized her for me. I'm like, oh, you have, like, fun? You, like, do things with your sisters? (laughs) Like, never... So I, I don't know. With, really... with our mom, I guess we was close to like, we could always, we just noticed things. Like, it was never expressed. Like, we just picked up on it. Like, oh, you tired because you, you look away. No. Or you're like, we can, we're picking up something from you. Or you might actually just say it. You never know. But we had to like be very aware of certain things, which just kind of makes us more aware of other people, I think. She never, she never made us aware. So when she would like get really down or, you know, feel really disappointed about something, we'd be looking at her like, we didn't even know these things impacted you. You know, um, I think she also, she might've had like a lot of, you know, she, my mom had, was a mom since she was 15. Mm-hmm. She didn't really have time to be like a kid, a teenager. She's been a mom forever. And, you know, people already feel a type of way about teenage moms. So it's like she can't, she's not even awarded the space to be down. You know, yeah, like you put yourself in a situation, deal with it. And so she's always moved like that. And so it it took me years. I remember my sister found her journal. I was like, she journals? Like, I (laughs) like it really. (laughs) All of these things shocking you. Like it was, it shocked the hell out of me. I was like, I didn't even want to touch it. I was like, this seemed like it's too private. Like I didn't even know that she was this type of person. So I really think it's important for your children to see you. I told Mike, I want to do things with our daughter and with all our kids that I'm not always, that I'm not good at, you know, maybe they got to see me freak out on a roller coaster to realize mama ain't all right in the head. They definitely do. (laughs) They got to see me try to attempt something that I know I'm not good at, like drawing, you know. For a lot of reasons, to see you as a human, and like they learn things from that, so so they learn like, oh, this is okay to react this way because this is scary, or because this is hard, or because you know. It just helped me as I got older to see her as not just mama but Natra, which impacted how I like my relationship with her. Like I was able to see like this is a woman outside of a mother. I could never separate the two. It was always mom, and I didn't realize she had like other desires than just being a mom. It just never occurred to me. And so while I don't think it's like always healthy to like use your kids to vent to them. And that's what your girlfriends are for. That's what your yeah, spouse no, is for. You're not supposed to do that with your kids. But like humanize yourself for your kids so they can see like. Just a okay. moment of yeah. like you not being perfect. Yeah. Because your kids, I think, speaking from like when I was a kid, like you go see your mother is like perfect anyway. Right. Like no matter what she does, even if she did snap, this changes nothing. Right. You're still like the greatest mother ever. I mean, you shit on all mothers. Right. Like if I was to see you cry. 
that wouldn't change anything. I could, I, I don't know. We talked about this a while ago. I don't remember. I think the first time I saw my mom cry was very rough for me. Yeah. Because one, I didn't know she cried. Right. Like, like you have tears. You don't cry. You have tear ducts. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that's how this works. You don't feel pain in your mom. Right. Your mom. But well, like you got all these kids. <laughs> and it was we we had a talk. I think it was a talk with you when we were in college. We're like, yo, your mother is like a woman too. You know, like yeah. she's also she got just a person. Out. Yeah, like she has like all these things. I was like, oh, ew, right. I like to get the ill out when they're kids and not when they're adults. Oh, ew. She is like a woman. Right. And had like a woman's life before. She has cycles and things. Ew. Like, I knew that. No. I grew up in a house full of women. I mean, yeah, like, we saw she the... had tampa other things, but like cramp, like you have pain. There's like, <laughs> like things affect you. What is this? Yeah. She's just always so hard to me. She's just hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But and I think just... that. That was because they felt that they needed to show that. I don't. Well, I don't really know. I'd love to ask either. her. I want to yeah. know. Like maybe they maybe they thought as parents you shouldn't show those weaknesses because you want your kids to see you a certain way, and we did. But I think that kids, like you said, naturally for whatever reason we love our parents. You know, like there there aren't many things that like present consistent parents could do that could inflict irreparable damage. Not even present. Parents. There are people who grew up and never knew one of their parents, and they still love them. Like, right. They still like, like show up to. The I will parents. never say this in any other space, but you know. I know how you feel about your dad. I don't know, him, but I do love him, which is kind of sad. Yeah, it's really that's not sad. sad. That's not sad. It's, it's very sad to love my young. All I'm saying is, I don't want to take advantage of that love that's already inherent. Mm-hmm. Right? Kids are inherently loving to their parents, I believe, and so I think what would have helped me as a child would have just been able to see. Some of those moments with her, those vulnerable moments with her. That's fair. Um, instead of them shocking me, the problem so much. with that is is that I can honestly see that there are certain things that I can't or feel yeah. like I won't do in front. Of, like I don't see myself crying in front of my child for a while. But I think it's important. I'm not though, saying that sit she down and just like, break down in front of your kid just, just to show like, them that you can break weep down. into her stomach or something. No, like, you know, but, like, but like showing that there is a range of emotions in your dad other than. Hard. Hard. Like, oh, I just you like animals really... too. Animals make you happy. Like, you know, like certain things like that. Like, yeah. I just, it really helped me. This veil, I feel like this veil had been lifted from my eyes. So now I can talk to her as a mom and a woman. I had never seen her as like a woman before. And now I can have conversations with my mother as a son and a man, which is different. Right. But it's been really good, I think. I think they've been like really healthy conversations. I'm going to talk to her right now. You know, like it's just. Right. It is different. And it adds another layer of like. Just as another, like I, you know, I love her on a different level now, being able to like see from that perspective, right? And she's still perfect. My right. mother's still perfect, and I think it helps to also have us do things outside of our kids. Like my mom, both our moms, within the last two three years, just got their bachelor's degree, Woo-woo. and that had nothing to do with us, you know. Like that was, that at was both their graduation own... ceremonies with air horns, right? That was like their own thing as people they wanted to accomplish. Yes. And it really was empowering and inspiring even now as adults to see them do something for themselves. Yeah. Instead of being so wrapped up in us, you know. So I really want to make sure that we don't lose ourselves in that way professionally and our own desires. So our kids can see us like do things outside. Because that helped me see her. Like now she's a college graduate. So we talk on a different level about certain stuff because she done been through it. You know. Her going through senioritis was funny. It was. I mean, it was funny. <laughs> and we just, we was just, un, we was just like, look, I'm sorry, but you have to stay because you made us. And my mom doing her online classes, like when she was expressing her frustration with like, 
group discussions. We got to do this group thing, and I don't want to. I don't have time for this. Well, I was like, remember when you told me to just do it? Right. That's exactly how I was feeling. Right. So that's my thing. I just want to. I want my kids to see me as mom and as Randy. Yes. But like you know, in appropriate ages of their life, what that may mean for them. Yeah. So be silly, you know. Fall, bust my butt sometimes. Just, my mom was so put together to me. I think humanizing is a, is a good point. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. We talked a little long about that. <laughs> Sorry. No, but that's that's good. So these are the conversations that we're having, y'all. And this book is bringing Randy to me with a lot of, hey, so can we talk real quick? <laughs> and real quick turning into enough time for me to run to the kitchen while still talking and make a meal and sit down and eat that meal and finish that meal and still be talking. There's just so many things I haven't thought about, you know? I think it's cool. So we'll put like a picture of what yeah, the book the is book on Instagram, up. and you know, and I put it in the, the description like what the book is called and who it's by. So if anyone out there is a parent, what are you doing? That, that's that's conscious about what it is that you're like raising a child, or what have you like not paid attention to? If you have a child on the way, like we know a couple of y'all have, right? <laughs> are you thinking about any of these type of things? Yeah. Has any of this crossed your mind, or did you think that it would just be you know? Or people who don't have kids yet, if you're listening to this episode, what have you thought about that you want to do differently or the same? Or are you thinking that just sounds like way too much and you don't want to have kids? Right. Because that's also fair. It's a mental exercise to be conscious all the freaking time. (laughs) (sighs) Thank you all so much. Yes. Our call to action. Be sure to check out our website www.blackmillennialmarriage.com If you're new to the podcast or enjoy this content, please comment and share and rate us. Again, this was a mini episode. Yes. So our mini episodes will always contain content regarding baby stuff. Baby stuff. Yeah. Baby stuff and where we are mentally, any updates until Baby Redacted comes out. They don't have the love story or the fight or flight, but our longer episodes do. Yes. Um, We do have PDA though, really quickly. Okay. Well, let's finish this up. Okay. And we'll do it. So follow us on social media. On Instagram, we are Black Millennial Marriage. On Facebook, we are Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. And on Twitter, Black Mill Mare Pod. Yeah. All right. Quick PDA before we get out of here. What you got, babe? Tell me why you love me. We have switched sleeping positions for a week and it has greatly improved, improved my sleep. <laughs> I just really want, like, I feel like, you know, they say babies need skin to skin contact. Mm-hmm. I think spouses do too. <laughs> Definitely. Especially And there has been women. a large fluffy barrier between us. Right. For months. With my pillow, my pregnancy pillow that I, I need. That like I can't sleep without. Whatever. But we have switched positions to where I am now facing my key with the pregnancy. It's different. I can't explain it. Either way, it's helping me to be able to touch you throughout the night and just to feel you. Um, and it's really improved my sleep. Um, I really appreciate you for sacrificing your sleep because I know that you are not on your side of the bed (laughs) or necessarily sleeping as well. My arms are going numb differently now. (laughs) I'll be having some different type of pain. It's whatever. It's fine. Whatever. But you don't make me feel like you hate it. No, I don't. I love it. Whatever I gotta do for both my girls to be happy. It's really helped me a lot to be able to touch you and to like feel you and to go to sleep. That's what's up. So thank you so much. You're welcome. I really appreciate it. All right. Yeah. All right. Mine's quick too. Um, Randy has been sending me text messages daily. I have this week, and they have been some really impactful texts. 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 What's the plural text. of text? Texts. Texts. Yes. She has been sending some very. What's the word? What, what am I looking for here? They made me feel so much better about my life right now. <laughs> they really have. They have been like a really long, deep text about how she loves me, how she sees me, regardless of whatever our situation is. And it has helped me get through this week. 
this very rough week. And I really appreciate you taking the time out to write those because it was very assuring. It was very, I don't know. I felt a lot lighter in my day after reading those. Even yeah. if I read it at the end of the day because I didn't look at my phone. Right. Um, like the one you sent today, which I did see. I just love you. And I really appreciate it because it shows that you are being a conscious wife. I'm trying. It's hard as shit. But yes. <laughs> I felt I feel very seen right now, which is nice. Especially because I don't feel that way in other areas of my life. So thank you. You're welcome. For seeing me. You're welcome, baby. All right, y'all. I'm looking at me with them eyes. That's how you got pregnant. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. You off you off for like three years after What you this. mean? Huh? Twenty twenty two. You can shoot the club up again. Oh yeah. I'm about to like that shit. But <laughs> it's gonna be so fun. Huh? As always. Be blessed. Don't settle, y'all. Fight clean. Ish. Peace, peace, peace. What was that? You cut me off. My next level, my whole wrist ain't covered with heavy metal. That's make a face, make a wish. I wish you would. I make a video and bring parents into your hood. My car got stolen the other day and I blame the devil. I'm feeling like a mountain, tribulations like a pebble. Talk to God on my behalf if you can fit that in your schedule. Tell him your boy needs some sleep. The baby screaming like. ACAST powers some of the world's best podcasts. Here's a show we recommend. I'm Ned Fulmer. I'm Ariel. We're from the Try Guys, and we have a new podcast called Baby Steps. It's an irreverent parenting podcast because parenting is not perfect. We just had a newborn, baby Finn. I got pooped on. Ariel has pink eye. <laughs> I don't. We talk to some experts. We even bring you 4 a.m. thoughts from our garden. Oh my gosh, it's literally 4 a.m. Just to go back here, I thought I got poop in my eye. Yeah. And that causes pink eye. Parenting is a mess. We're a mess. You're a mess. Join us every Sunday. Listen to Baby Steps on ACAST or wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST, 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 ACAST recommends. recommends.